This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yo, I welcome back, family. Um, we got a, a pretty heartfelt and incredible episode for you today. Um, as you know, we got your motherfucker stepdaddy Donnie, your cousin Lavani, and Uncle Jet. And um, we're drinking, of course, and we're sitting here chilling. And we got our friend with us, a uh, friend to the podcast. Um, she's been an outside friend to the podcast, but she's been a long-term friend with Levant. Um, so she's going to talk to us today. So for today, her name is Chica. How are you doing, Chica? I'm fine, thank you. How are um, you doing? Pretty good. Um, don't be afraid to use your outside voice, too. Okay. All right. That'll save us some some post audio shit. Use your Mexican voice is what he's trying to say. Use <laughs> Mexican voice. She is Chicano. Um, for those of you guys that want to know, um, you said it wrong. It's Chicano. <laughs> you said it wrong. <laughs> My bad. You just just stop it. Don't do that. If you had looked up, I'd been sitting there shaking my head as soon as you said like. My bad. <laughs> if you don't speak the language, don't try. I, 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 you know, I like to frequent it. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so today we're talking about domestic violence, and um, Chica here, she's had a a run-in with some domestic violence. So we're gonna hear a little bit about her story and um, get some insight too, because she is definitely. Um, her situation took her to go talk to God and then come back. Now, we are, some of us on this show are atheists and, and you know, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure she is not. And going she ahead. is going to tell you about, you know, her walk on the cloud. All right. So to get things started, um, how you doing? I'm good. I'm alive. Yes. Yes, yes, you are. I'm alive. Shit. Things could have went different. Yes. Um, now, your situation was on the news. Correct. All right. Um, and you had a run-in with uh, with the person that was a BAM. So his name is going to be BAM. Bitch-ass motherfucker. All right. So tell us what happened um, with your situation. With it. Well, first, what we'll do is before I let her get into the story, I'm going to read the news article. Okay. Uh, from the from the following day okay. um, of what happened. So this is like the police report and news report of what went down, and then we'll get her side and let her break it down, Back. give us a behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, so this report, this is from, uh, it was on September 11th. Uh, so it says the shooting was, there was a shooting. Uh, Mason Manor arrested after his girlfriend was reportedly shot in the head while her children were at home. It says the shooting was reported near Brown and Horn all right, on September 11th at around 9 a.m. Uh, they said they could hear what sounded like an argument on the phone right before Bam called and said he was cleaning his gun and shot a woman. You know, when officers arrived, 
they found a woman with a gunshot wound to her head. She was hospitalized in an unknown condition. She reportedly told police that she accidentally shot herself after she dropped a gun in her possession. The police believed uh, were still in the apartment when the woman came out. So they began making an announcement to ask anyone inside to come outside. Minutes later, three kids, uh, including a two and a four-year-old, walked out of the apartment and uh, you know were kept safe by the police. Uh, the kids told the police that daddy shot Molly. Uh, SWAT was called into the scene after the boyfriend identified as Bam, uh, refused to come out when negotiations failed. A neighbor in a nearby unit told officers that Bam was in his attic and had fallen through the ceiling before escaping back upstairs. Uh, the maze police eventually used chemical agents to try to flush the man out of the building, and they eventually found him hiding in the same neighbor's unit. Uh, Bam was taken into custody and treated for uh, medical reasons and then was booked into Mason City Jail. Uh, police also later said that he has also accessed other attics in his building and that he had fallen through the ceiling when he was running between attics. Multiple homeowners had been displaced from their apartments because of the damage caused by the chaos. Uh, they said, Bam, he changed the story several times about the shooting. First, and he has been smoking weed in the bathroom and later found his girlfriend shot in the head downstairs in the living room. Then amended the story to say that she shot herself in the bedroom. When asked about the handgun, Bam originally said that he didn't know where it was because someone had entered his apartment and took it. Later, he told police he had taken the gun himself from the apartment and hid it in one of the attics he fled to. Uh, Bam, he had three outstanding warrants. Uh, he was also already on probation for shooting at her while she drove away from the apartment last year. Uh, initially, they charged him with aggravated assault, misconduct involving weapons, and second-degree burglary for it. So that's some of the story of uh, what happened uh, earlier this month. So now I want to turn over to the homeowner to give us the give us the real story of uh, what for, went for, Before we go into that, um, <laughs> we up. needed to I'm record gonna... this episode because Donnie had a lot of physical, um, uh, what do you call it, reactions to this. <laughs> so oh. go ahead, Donnie. What, what surprised you? Real quick, what surprised me? The whole goddamn story. <laughs> and just for a reference, go back. You said her name. Go back and bleep that out in post. Oh shit! You did say her name. Oh, did I? Okay, what time, yeah. What time, what time, what time it's all good though. Look at what but time no, this the whole story is wild. Like kids in the house. What the fuck? Like wow. So from and then. The fact that he, that the when you read it, did he say that you dropped the the pistol and shot yourself, mm-hmm. or did you say that? No, no he said okay. He said. The way he, when he was reading it, I couldn't understand. I was just like, "What the f- what? Yeah, this is crazy." Okay, so I'm I'm <clears throat> really interested to hear your side of this story. So, September 11th was actually my two-year-old's birthday party. Um, there's a lot more to the story that goes back due to, you know, this relationship and trying to get out of this relationship and him already being on drugs and insecure because I was trying to leave this relationship and me being with somebody else. It 
there's just an anger manifesting inside him. So this morning on Saturday, um, I was going to get my daughter's food and her cake for her birthday party. When I come home, he is at the neighbor's house and I'm unloading the groceries. The groceries don't even make it into my kitchen. I lock the door because he's yelling at me. He jumps through the patio window. And when I come home, my house is trashed. Um, I'm telling him, there's people coming. What is going on? You know, I have my daughter's party. And we start arguing. You know, lightweight getting physical, not yet like boxing type of thing. Um, we go upstairs. We start arguing again. <laughs> We're pushing each other. All of a sudden, he whips out this gun. And when I see the gun coming out, before he points it at me, I tell him, you ain't shit without that cuete. And bah! So, when I get shot, I step back and I fall down. He does come and tell me, I'm sorry. Um, it was an accident. So, so you're still conscious. I'm conscious the whole time, yes. I know, I, yes. So, I'm on the floor, and I hear him call the ambulance. He's saying, it was an accident. Um, she did it, and then they even played me back where he's saying, fucking tell them, tell them, tell them. And I'm telling him, get off of me. Get off of me at the same time. I can hear, every day more and more does come to me. So there's some parts that I can't put together yet. Um, I do hear him talking. And at this time, I start praying to my dad, who I did lose 2019. Or 2019, I'm sorry. And I'm falling asleep. And I remember saying, I'm tired. I'm tired. And I start praying to my dad. Dad, please help me. And I could still hear him talking, but I cannot hear what he's saying. My dad comes to me, he puts his hand on my head and he says, you're gonna be okay, Mia. And from me falling asleep, I get this energy and I stand up and I'm knowing that my mirror is right here and something wants me to look in there, but I'm scared. So, so I just tell myself, keep it pushing out the room and I'm going out the room now. I don't know if he helps me up. I don't know, but I just remember seeing me walk down the steps. I just remember walking down the steps, walking up to my living room. Now, I don't remember grabbing the door, so he could have done that. I just remember hitting the light. I remember feeling the warmth of the sun. I remember walking out, taking a right towards the, towards the, the parking lot. I see two SUVs. They say, what's your name? I give them my name. They say, what happened? I say, I'm shot. I'm shot. They said, who's in the house? I said, my babies. And I'm walking towards the SUV and I'm leaning against the back of the SUV and I'm talking to an officer. And he's saying, what are your babies' names? And I'm giving him their names, their ages. And I'm, and I remember trying to walk back. To me, I'm trying to go towards back to the house to get my children. And the officer says, wait, don't. They're coming for you. So the ambulance pulls up at a little distance because I do remember us walking a little. Now though they bring out the gurney, and lay down, they put me in the ambulance. He's asking me questions. And I have I have this rag or shirt or something holding against my I'm bleeding, I'm just gushing out blood, and I tell him I'm on the gurney, I tell him I'm dying, because I couldn't feel my feet. He says, you're not dying. And my feet are going numb, and I said, I'm dying. I kick my shoes up. And that's the last I remember.
up in the hospital Monday evening. When I'm coming and I wake up, I see surgeons and they say hi and they introduce themselves. They say, my name, hi, my name is, I'm the one who did your brain surgery. And then I say, my brain, what? You might, what? He said, you were shot. They said, no, I know I was shot, but what did you do? So the bullet went through by my temple, came out behind my ear. They had a cut because my skull was my skull was cracked. There was skull fractures inside my brain, which they had to get. I am missing I am missing my skull, which will be reconstructed. My skull won't be put in, but it will be a new mold in March. I was released Wednesday. Five days after being shot, I asked the doctor, isn't this soon? It's only five days. And he says, you are not understanding. People don't live. And then when they become brain dead, you're walking, you're talking, and you're doing math. You are awesome. You are a miracle. So yes, you are okay to go home. Okay, so take a breath. All right. <laughs> Shit. All right. Um, ah, damn. Yeah. Damn. That's a lot. And what'd your son call you? What'd he tell you? <laughs> when I came home, my son said, Mama, you're okay. Daddy didn't kill you because you're a Power Ranger. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. There's a lot that we gotta. Bro, hold so, give me a, give me just a second. Shit. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. Um. So, first off, everybody out there. Um. I hope everybody out there is uh. Is is listening to this and. If you're listening to this and you're in a situation that hasn't gone this far yet, you get the fuck out. Yes. Um, her situation was worst case scenario, you know, um, and a lot of situations can escalate that fast. Yeah. So if you are in this situation, get the fuck out, period. Um, it is amazing you're alive. Yeah. I mean, even not in your situation, like a shot to the head is definitely, no matter what the situation is, can sometimes definitely be uh, even worse. You know, brain dead, even if not yeah. dead, brain dead, things exactly. of that nature, coma. Yeah. So, um, first off, thank you for being brave enough to come here and even tell us this story. Thank you. Um, because like you said, I, I do want this to open eyes to others before this happens because not every victim survives. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um so let's 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 go back. Let's take this let's take let's let's go back to the beginning. Um because the thing is with this episode, I really want to break down your relationship. Right. Jesus Christ. Real quick, I'm sorry, I just had to look this up. Uh -huh. I just, I Googled it. I don't know how true this is. This is just one of the first things that popped up. There's only a five percent survive, a five percent chance of surviving a gunshot wound to the head. 
And this was close range. This was, he was within five feet of this happening. And this is the, and I don't mean for this to be, to sound insensitive. You know what kind of gun it was? Like what caliber or? Um, all I know it was a nine millimeter and it was and, a high point from what I know. So a nine millimeter, god dog. Yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah. That's I mean, not a small hole. That's not a small hole. No. I mean, hopefully Bam had some bullshit. Looking at him, he looked like he had some bullshit bullets. <laughs> He didn't have some like hollow points or something. Right. No, they uh, had some dum dums. Yeah, for a fucking dum dum. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you're. Let me act. Okay. So we we, we want to go back to like the beginning, and in the, in the beginning, I want to go back to like your first real bad, like actual domestic violence with this guy right? real like quick yeah. can i ask 10 years. can i ask, how long were you guys together 10 years 10 years yeah. okay. okay and how long before the first actual occurrence? yes like um i'm gonna say the last five years were really just the worst okay so was he on drugs when you first, yes when you first met him no no so that happened during the relationship? Yes. Okay. And recently he started doing other drugs other than what he was used to doing. Okay. What, was, like, what did he start out doing he, as far um, as drugs? He was doing meth is what he would do. That was his drug of choice. But I believe he was um, uh, experimenting with fentanyl pills. Fuck. This is what I believe is that he was on that day. With fentanyl pills? Is that what you said? Yeah, God. those blues. Yeah. Damn. Oh, holy shit. And, like, when you first met him, he wasn't doing drugs at all? No. Like, not smoking no hard, weed? Or, no hard drugs, no. No hard drugs. No, and, he was just a corny-ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Um, what was, if you don't mind me asking, what was the first domestic uh, dispute that you guys had? Oh, goodness. Right now, I'll talk, I, I can't even tell you the okay. first domestic, you know. Did it, did it start off, I mean. I mean, of course, it starts off, you know, pushing, of course, and then a slap here and there, you know. And then it just escalates, but it was never like this. I mean, it's, so, you know, early on, when you first get together, of course, it, the first time you guys argue, he's not going to slap you. Uh, it, you know, how did it, and, and again, I don't mean to be insensitive or anything like that, but, um, how did it kind of, how did it start off? Was it just like verbal yelling Yes. and then eventually led to it just pushing, you know, just throughout the years. And again, the last five years has just been the worst, but this last time was, the worst it's ever been, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it sounds that way. So, all right. Um, through, throughout the years, I take it you guys had a few disputes that just kept escalating. And if you need to take a second, please do. You know, I, I don't want you to be crying during the whole episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you're good. It's just I want, I, I want you to, um, 
because, like, and I understand the emotions and everything, but I, I don't want you to have to sit in that. I want you to be able to talk about it and, and be free from it. You feel me? So I, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, part of it is being able to speak it. So, shit. Um, because I ain't gonna if lie, any, I was about to go outside. If any of our questions are insensitive or yeah. something that you don't want to talk about, we, please feel free to just let us know. Yes. Because we're kind of we're all kind of new to to. I wouldn't call this an interview, but we're kind of new to podcasting, you know, and, and discussing this kind of stuff. So if anything is too hard, something you don't want to talk about, please, you know, you're not going to offend any, us yeah. by being like, I don't want to talk about it. Right. You know, we don't want to cause you any more pain than what you've already been through. Right. And you can tell Bam to come see me if he wants to. <laughs> Tell him if he like guns, <laughs> you know some motherfuckers that got Yeah. Nah. Nah, no, gun, guns are too good for, gun, guns are too good for that. Uh, Not if you start. Oh, I'll, I'll leave them in the safe. I give them good, yeah. I got good hands. Give good hands like Allstate. <laughs> Put them in good hands like Allstate. I got all day for them. Um, I get first crack. Y'all, y'all can have what you want. <laughs> so, all right. Let me ask you. Um, so, let, let's get into the W's, right? The who, what, where, when, and why. All right. So, we already know the who. We already know the what. We already know the where. So let's start asking some whys, right? So the first why I want to ask you is um, after the um, domestic disputes escalated um, to to domestic violence, mm -hmm. um, why did you still continue to be involved? With it? And see, that's when that's why I was trying to leave. I well, I did, you know, like we kind of move on. And he just got to the point to where it was like, if I can't have you, nobody can. Right, that was now. Yeah. So back then. And I, if I tried to leave, but I mean, when you have kids and you just, it's just hard. Because you want to keep the the family together. So. Yeah, you said you had three kids. I have. Three kids, yes, but together, kids. We, yes, we, together uh, we have five kids, and I have six kids. Wait, 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 nigga, hold on, the math don't add up. <laughs> <laughs> I have six kids. You have six together kids we have five kids, but I have three kids in my custody. Okay, gotcha. It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot to unpack. You have six kids. Yeah, but I have three that live with me, but we have five together. And you have five together. Yeah. So, okay. so he, that means he had one before no, me. I had one before him, yes. Oh, you had one before me. Yes. Getting with him. Yes. And then we had five together. So I had my one. We have five together, but I have three in my custody. Okay. So, okay. Um, so you let this nigga bust in you five times? Uh, damn. We were together for I, I, ten years. Well, I said, but I mean, <laughs> Look, we all make low IQ choices throughout yeah, our lifetime. True. I mean, let's let, let's be real, B. We all know about staying in bad relationships, right? Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. We do. We do. It happens. And we all know about continuing to bust inside the wrong person. Facts. 
Or in her case, like the wrong person busted. You know, sometimes the pullout game is, is is extremely weak. Right. And then weak. in the women's, I don't. You I don't couldn't know pull out of a driveway. <laughs> it's I okay. Couldn't. I couldn't. No, in a Mini Cooper. So. Well, you didn't tell on yourself like that, but okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, with with that, okay. That I get it. That does happen, but the thing is, like, your relationship had already hit a violent stage. So, what made you stay even after the violent stage for it to even escalate to where it is now? Well, like I said, the last five years, so broken promises. Just promises of it's gonna change. Yeah, I won't. Hope, okay. you know. Basically, really, that's what it is. Okay. Have you ever seen Jenna Lepur Lopez movie enough? enough yeah. yeah. And you, and still, you was like, you know what? That's not me. That's <laughs> not me. We're not thinking of movies it. as we're happy. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, though, that's I mean, that's a movie, and True. we all like to think that. In no, that no, situation, because I, you I know, mean, I would. I'm being facetious. I'm being facetious. I did love I this man. This man did love me at one point. You know, yeah. we, we were. And, you know, we weren't like this all the time. But, yeah. you know, when, when you want to hope for something that was what, the same it was before, you know, you just hope on You know, hopefully it goes back to that. Okay. Now, see, I didn't mean to take you back there. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, look, I'll, 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 because I've, I've known her. Throughout, since all of her children. Oh my God. <laughs> Through all of the children. We go back to um, 17. <laughs> I had, this nigga tried to come at me one day um, and tried to check me. Um, it didn't go well for him, but. Yeah. The reason, it's, just, it's the same reason why people stay in abusive relationships. Mm. It's going to be one, it's because once children get involved, it also complicates it because now it's like, I can break up my family, or I can just try and hope that this turns around. Right. And then and when you have, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, go, go, go. Because you are, you gonna, are, you have. Children. When you have, when you have kids, it's you really kind of think about like, okay, do I want to take my kid away from their mom or their dad? You know, do I want this split household where? You're only going to see them on weekends, or right. but the, you know it, it changes a lot once you have kids. It does, but I I find this thing, and this isn't uh, at you. This is to all parents around the world. I'm not a parent, so I can look with fresh eyes and, and look from from outside in. And the com a, a very common mistake that I would say on parents' behalf is things aren't well in the relationship. So they go, oh, I'm going to stick around for the kids, not realizing that your kid is absorbing this bad relationship and thinking that this is what you're supposed to do. That's that's right? true. That's a narrative but, we need to put out there to change. Because, but here's the thing. Yeah. You're looking at it from the outside in without having kids. Yes. When you have kids, your whole brain chemistry changes. Like, right. But that's why we have to put out. That's why we no. have to do away with that narrative. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I get it. And yeah. the, the majority of parents 
who are in bad relationships, they know, they, they see that, Mm -hmm. but I was in a bad marriage. Yeah. We ain't going to get into all that, (laughs) but (laughs) fuck the hell. (laughs) But at the, at the same time, even though you know that things aren't right, Mm -hmm. the way you think once you become a parent changes to the point that it's, it's really hard I understand, to but look at it that way. That's why I gave the disclaimer, though. One, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a child, so from the outside looking in, yeah, we can. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. and it is like we. So, so basically, we, PSA to all parents: don't stay together just for the kid, because now you're breeding this perpetual stereotype that is a bad stereotype that hey you supposed to stick together for the kids. It's like, no, that's how you breed these bad marriages into the next generation is because then your kid goes, well, my parents did it, so this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be unhappy and make sure the kid goes, and then that kid, now you've got generations of unhealthy yeah. relationships. Bred no, in, I, you know. You're 100% right. So, you're right. But it's, it's, it's really hard when you're a parent. What happens is... Uh, it's like tell me one I'm of those wrong. things when you're like, oh, I would never spank my kid or, you know, oh, if my kid did that, I'd beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Whichever side of the spectrum you fall on. Right. Once you become a kid, once you become a parent, you're like, you know, you look at him like, man, I'd have beat the shit out of him. But you don't do it because you love him so much. You're like, I don't want him to cry. You know, I don't want to hurt him. Yeah. And... Yeah, you know what you're saying is is true, yeah. but it is a lot different once once you're in it. Yeah, no, totally understandable. They get stuck in the hope phase, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but like we have to, we we as a as a nation, right? As a nation, we have to um, we have to do away with a lot of this stereotypical stuff, right? Because no, I agree. Because you have. At, at this point now, you have a lot of unlearning in yourself, but I bet you didn't think about how much unlearning you're going to have to do with your kids now, too, you know, because there's a lot of unlearning there. You're going to have to be like, hey, don't allow this to happen, right? So, and honestly, that's probably going to, and I, I'm not saying this to be funny or being, uh, you know, or be facetious, but getting shot and getting over that is probably the easiest part of this recovery now because you do have your kids who have this vision of mom and that's the vision that they have when certain things happen now that's going to be a trigger for them you know so um therapy is definitely something that's um are you going to seek yes okay you're going to bring your kids in on that yes definitely see you're you're definitely on the right path you know because I already know that my kids are traumatized and right. Because they for it. my son, for right. my That's son, for my son to come to me and say, "Mom, Daddy didn't kill you. Yeah. You know that broke my heart." Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's when I got the frog in the throat was when you said that about your son because I love kids. I like there's a kid right now uh, with my ex. It's her kid, but. I love her like my own daughter. I even call her my daughter. You know, like even at work, I refer to her as my daughter. Like, I'm like, hey, I gotta go. My daughter needs something. And um, so, I I totally, totally like 
I may not know fully because I don't have one of my own, but I get like as soon as you said that, like I, I was about to be like, hey, fucking pause this shit. I gotta go outside, <laughs> like you know. Um. So. So fast forward. Um, Hold on, real quick. Yeah. Did you? You said you couldn't remember the first actual like physical interaction you guys had, right? You don't remember how far, how long ago that was. Okay. So let's let's go and to. Hold on, real oh, quick. One more. Well, I'm yeah, sorry. No, please. I, I apologize. No, no. And no how how long how long has he been doing drugs? <sighs> or hard drugs, I should say, because I don't, you know, weed and shit. That's not. That's nothing, in my opinion. <laughs> Five, six years? Five years? And does that kind of does that kind of correlate, yes. around, you know, with the time that yeah. the the physical abuse started? Okay, okay. That, that, I'm just putting a story together in my head, <laughs> no, trying to trying to create a timeline here. So. No, it is. The type of person that does something like this is weak in multiple different areas, mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Uh, domestic situations are emotionally charged and emotionally driven situations for it. And it usually, and if, especially if the man is the aggressor, as a weak, just a weak-minded man, yeah. that's causing him to cause physical harm to someone else because he can't handle something emotionally. He heard something or something happened, <clears throat> and he doesn't know how to deal with it. Not only that, is you're so weak to where you talk yourself into it's okay to physically harm this person now. Now, this is something that, yeah, this is, and to continue to do it, to continue to do it. If you do it once, you st- still shouldn't have happened. You had a lapse in judgment. I'm going to judge you going forward. When it happens more than once, now it's a. This has become a part of who you are, and you have a really deeper issue that you need to address. And in these situations, they don't see it. On top of that, you add him doing drugs. Now he has no control over no situation that he's in, and it just spirals out of control. And like like you said, piecing the story together, she said it got bad about five six years ago. He's been doing drugs about five six years now. So now these two things, you got an already unstable, emotional, and mental person. You add drugs into the mix, anything is liable to happen. Anything. And even more background on it. It's not the first time recently you guys get into these arguments. He's pulled the gun out before. How long ago did that happen? So how long has he been pulling the pistol? Was it within that five or six year yeah. window that he started doing drugs? Okay, so let's. let's so I want to say the last. Okay, so the last eight months he's been gone. Um, let's say about a year and a half ago. Okay. So when he pulled the pistol? Okay. All right, so there's a lot there that I want to get to. <laughs> but. All right, so. Before the missing eight months. He drew a pistol on you before. He would do it as an intimidation thing. He never like pointed at me. It was just like, oh, look what I have, type stuff, you know. 
just right. Okay, so was this around the same time where the news reportedly said that me, he had shot at you before? Mm -hmm. Now you were telling us some background on that. He never actually shot at you, exactly, but he did wave a pistol and was going to shoot at, at the tire, car. At yeah, the car. at the tires because okay. I was leaving. So did he actually shoot at the tires? No, or threatened no. to. Yes. Okay, so. Before that incident, did he ever pull a pistol? No. Okay, so that no. was the first incident. Mm -hmm. And were there any other incidents after Before? that time? No, because he was actually okay. in jail. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, can, the, can I ask one more question? Did he own the pistol? No. Prior, he, did he own it before he pulled it out? No. Or is it one of these? How old is this cat? He is 30. And 30. he got this pistol. From a neighbor. Mm, okay. No. No more. On a whole different other situation. Okay. We don't need that. So I, I no. these a whole bunch of fake wannabe street niggas who never made it. Mm -hmm. They yeah, tried to yeah. go to school of hard knocks and got rejected. These, these <laughs> that's, what rejected. That, that's what I'm thinking. Okay? Yeah. Like the, the, it is. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> most like most cats. If you get a pistol, you don't even show it. Right. You just have it. Right. And. So I was just curious if he got it, and then it's all of a sudden like, oh, look who the bad motherfucker on the block is. Okay, I got you. All right, so this happens, and then uh, he goes to jail for whatever reason, right? So you're free of him for about eight months. How does he get back into the situation? It was my daughter's birthday party. Oh, no shit. It was our daughter's birthday party. Okay. And that is why I was going to the store and getting her food and getting cake. Okay. Because it was my daughter's birthday party. Mm, okay. And with him knowing I was already with somebody else, mm -hmm. it angered him. And the person who he bought this pistol from was in his ear. Mm. Antagonizing and, 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 and instigating a situation with somebody else. But I'm the one that caught the bullet. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And that's why he's a so, bam, a bitch ass motherfucker. Exactly. So let me put the just to uh -huh. put it together. So he he was gone. You met another cat. Yes. Somebody got in his ear like, oh, she's with another yes. dude. Yes. And he so he wasn't in the picture mm -hmm. before the the birthday party. Correct. And so. He's like, oh, shit, you can't. Mm -mm. And the neighbor who sold him the pistol mm -hmm. is the one that had the earpiece. And I'm like, oh, this For is what's going on. Exactly why he sold him the pistol, because he wanted a whole different situation to go down. Mm. Sound like there's two bams in this Thank motherfucker. You. Right. Yeah. Thank right. You. More, more weak nigga shit. Right. Thank you. <laughs> this yeah. is why folks move out the hood. <laughs> right. Hey, that's a fact. Man. This is why they move out the that's hood. That's a fact. That's why I can't go around where there's too many niggas, man. For real. Excuse me for just a second. I got my dog is barking. Yeah, I gotta go check it out. See yeah. what's going on. Yeah, please, because you might have to lay a bam down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck. All right. I I I gotta get drunk. I gotta get drunk as fuck for this episode. This is. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. So. 
is is and the sad part about it is like domestic violent situations are all too common more common than they actually should be not only men versus women but also women versus men just in general it shouldn't be it shouldn't be popping off at all like cooler heads do prevail um and like you gotta show restraint in those situations like they're emotionally charged and like i understand getting heated and getting in those situations and then shit pops off but you never know what level it'll go to and um I, I like I try to look at the whole entire situation for it. And even though everything that happened would happen, I don't think that's what he expected. I don't think that's what he thought was gonna happen. And but that just tells me more about his mental and emotional state. You weren't thinking in this situation, you were just doing to do something. And now now I think I'm the the greatest thing about it is that you survive. Because the greatest the greatest thing you could do to him is to continue living. Right. When someone dies, you can kind of move on from it. But to know that they're out there living, and this man about to be on lockdown. Oh yeah. He about to do some time time. Like he did baby time before. He 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 was in he was in kindergarten jail. Yeah. Um now he's about to be in there but the big boys he not this dude is not built for that at all. No, no. Um and on no. top of that, now it's you lost your freedom. You now you are you lose the chance to have any relationship with your children for years to come. Ever. And Forever. then you also now the woman who was holding you down is now you lose that as well. So now you just you have no one holding you down. You lose your kids and your freedom. All because of you got emotional and didn't know how to deal with it. We gotta do as as men. I I, I know. You can it can be the other way as well, but it's predominantly the men. You got to be better. We got to be better in these situations as men. We got to be strong in these situations. Like you're weak to be influenced by someone from the outside to cause you to do harm to someone at, that you at love. At the same time, you got to remember this dude is on drugs, so his mind is not even in the right place. But like, that I'm not enhances. Making, I'm not making an excuse. Oh yeah, no. But like, first off, let's start with this. Drugs are bad, okay? Right. Um, <laughs> don't do drugs, like, don't, okay? Don't do drugs, all right? Um, there's a, like, if you're already fucked up in the head, drugs are going to make you, like, volcanic. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this is, like, the, the situation between you guys sounds like it was an inevitable situation. Right, the drugs, the domestic uh, dispute leading to domestic violence leading up to um, the situation at hand. So let let's let's fast let's let's we're in the current, all right. The situation happens and, and things of that nature. What is the status of the situation now? Like, what's going on? He's locked up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I take it there's going to be a court case. You're going to have to testify. Of course. Are you strong enough? To yes. I'm ready. I already told him. Okay. And. Um, because for him to say I shot myself, for him to say I did this to myself, no. Yeah. No. Um, the 
what's the status of your kids? Are you, you still have ownership of your kids? Um, right now my kids are my, my sister because they want me to focus on myself. Okay. I'm not able to, you know, Good. be the mother I'm supposed to be to them because, again, you know, I was just shot in the head, you know. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I'm, you know, I'm recovering. Mm -hmm. So my kids are with my family, with my sister. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, that's probably best case. Of course. Yeah. Um, and not because you're a bad mother or anything like that. No, like, I know. Uh, just because this is definitely something. I mean, hell, even, if, even as a man, you go through something like this. You're going to need some time to go. Let's be honest. A man, as a man, we get a cold. We're like, eh, I'm going to need somebody to watch these kids. Hell yeah. We get a toothache. Like, uh, leave me alone. Baby, <laughs> right. you watch yeah. kids. It's just killing me. I can't deal with it. Right. So props to you, baby girl. Because yeah. I could not imagine. No. I really could. I couldn't either. Um, I mean, just the fact that you're sitting here with us right now talking to us, um, you, you're cognitive of everything, like, it's literally a motherfucking miracle. Holy shit. Um, and can I ask this question, and again, if this is insensitive, please tell me to shut the fuck up, but, like, what, what type of, what type of, not side effects, but, like, this your whole recovery process you know it, it, i i know it's not easy it can't be easy it ain't I, nothing I to a power ranger it. though but, <laughs> but like you heard me. <laughs> what like what type of um I mean, what, what type of effects are you through? going through yeah um right now i am noticing i do have a little ptsd i do hear the gunshot um it's hard to sleep. I cannot. I still can't sleep on this side. Um, I still get headaches throughout the day. Um, I can't stand too long. Um, if I'm up, I actually do have to wear a helmet in case I fall because I still have my. I still have skull fragments in my brain. I am able to have a, a seizure, so I have to be watched 24/7, which is why again my kids are with my family because I have my caretaker, which is one of my best friends. It took me in, you know. Um, Shout out to the best friend. Yes, her and her oh, husband, they, they took me in, you know, she, she bathed me and everything, you know, <laughs> because I can't, I can't do my hair with my scar, you know, I can bathe myself, but she does help me out. That's, That's my dog right there, you know. Yeah, shout out to the yes. best Yo, everybody. Yeah. Everybody, my family, Man. my support team, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be at this point in my recovery if it wasn't for them. My sister, she's my rock. My family's always there. They take turns watching me because, again, I have to be watched 24-7. I can have a seizure and die, you know. So, I mean, I don't feel like that's possible. Again, you know, nothing to a Power Ranger, you know. Yeah. I'm strong. I stay strong, you know, for my kids because I will. I'm determined. I'm ambitious, you know, to be able to fully care for myself and my children once again. That's... Yeah, Shout out to you. Hell yeah. And your best friend. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to call one of our friends and be like, hey, bruh. Hey, Appreciate you know what this motherfucker said? You know where he at? You got somebody in there with him? Mm. 
Get my phone out. Where you? Y'all in Arizona? Though. It's here. But yeah, yo. Shit. Sure. <laughs> this is this is wild. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And um, I know I know homegirl for shit. I think about so seventeen. You say yeah. y'all been friends for seventeen years? Since we were seventeen. Since we were 17. Oh, since you were seventeen. I don't know how old your ass is. <laughs> But I'm 30, 32. I'm, 30 I'm, not, I'm not gonna ask her because that's I'm disrespectful. <laughs> I'm 31. So you knew her before she was with Bam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew. Yeah, Bam. I knew her. Yeah, when her her siblings was still running around in Pampers and shit. Now they driving. <laughs> and you didn't slide in and be like, hey, Bam ain't you know. I'm sure he. Oh did. no, I told her. I'm sure he did. You told her? I told her. Okay. He ain't the type to hold I told her. I look. I know you said you had a confrontation. When they were when they were first together, yeah, like he hit me up one day. Like I always I always hit her up, check on her, how the home world doing. We always kept in contact through the years. Mm-hmm. And like then they started dating. And then, you know, he's one of them jealous types. Oh, I don't be messaging my girl. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like, hey bro, first off, you don't know me. I've been around way longer than you. And I'm pretty sure I'm probably be here after you too. So I was like, I've been on your side because at the time she was debating on leaving him then at that point. And I was like, bro, I'm rooting for you. I was like, she loves you. She's trying to hold you down and y'all got the kids together. She's trying to hang in there for you. I was like, I'm on your side. I've just pretty so, much talked her off the ledge well, for you. Let's, let's make this clear. This must have been an earlier year. Yeah. This is early. Yeah, this, this, is, before, this is before the drugs before and all, all that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is before the drugs this and all that. This is when it was good. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm out for him. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm on your team. Like, but you just gotta get your shit together. She talking about being on the way out. I talked so, off the list. When you say his shit together, what was what was happening around that time that you were thinking? I mean, about? we were just dating. You know, we didn't have our own spot yet. You know, we were we were coming up. You know, he was for the streets. He was for the streets. He fucked some old and you bitch. Was allocating for this nigga when he was for the because, streets because because I hey, don't know. seem. I mean, from all I hear, it don't seem like he was for the streets. It's it seemed like he came off Sesame Street trying to get on the street. Yeah, yeah, more like it, yeah. But at the t- they had, had kids together already at this mm-hmm. point. So I know how people are in those relationships. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard-pressed to leave because there's children involved. You don't want to yeah, break up the family. Yeah, but if he was already fucking up. That's why he yeah, was saying get you know how it is, together though. because he knew where my heart was. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like my thing is this. All right, I, I, this is this is just this okay. is just me. But, this is, but no, you gotta no, think no, some no, people. No, no, no. But dude, no, no, things no, no, also okay. change too. Okay. You gotta be like, hey, this, come on, hey, this, this is my. Opinion. This is where you at, bro. This, you need to. This is my opinion. You need come to on. do better. This is my opinion. Come on. And I've been on this earth for 37 years. Right. If a motherfucker wants to be in a relationship, and he's really digging his relationship. The motherfucker is about that relationship. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker that ain't that about about that relationship is not going to be about the relationship. Now I'm not talking. Now I know some people out there like, oh, well, you know, you, you know, I mean, you just cheat this that. I'm not talking about just cheating, right? I'm talking about the whole picture because there are some relationships out there where some niggas just can't keep their dick in their pants. They love their chick, but. That's where it ends. They just probably just can't keep the dick in their pants, and then it, you know, whatever happens, happens. But when it's a lot of shit, that when it's more than just that, when it's they want this type of lifestyle that is not conducive to having a 
like kids in the house and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's shit like that, that motherfucker ain't about the relationship. Because the thing is, like if a motherfucker, people look at the way you judge certain people in your life and they go, oh, that motherfucker's cool or that motherfucker's not cool. If a motherfucker is willing to do shit that at some point is going to put their kid in jeopardy, they don't give a fuck about their life or yours. Because they're not even trying to protect mm, the kid. Well, okay. That's not necessarily true, but go ahead. But but that's why I said it's my opinion, because my thing is, like, if you're going to do, like, I've known some niggas in the street. They won't bring shit around their kid. They won't bring shit. No matter how much dirt they do, their kid is 100% safe. Period. But when you bring some shit around your kid, that's when it's like, yo, this motherfucker does not give a fuck about life because here you got the most innocent of innocent around. Right? And I feel like this guy was that type of guy already. I don't, like, I'm not getting the sense that he was... No, he was trying before. So a little back How up. was he trying before and she was already like, yo, I'm about to piece the fuck out. Well, cause, okay, she's cheating, you're in your emotions, you got kids, it's a most driven situation. Okay. They were going they were going through different things, like, you know, trying to have stable housing and stuff like that. The boy was working. Like, he was working at a job, and, you know, he, he was in between jobs from time to time. But he was trying. He was putting in some effort. He was in the street, dabbling in the streets a little bit. So that's like his one area he was fucking up. Okay. And then probably at home to have some home issues, but it wasn't to the level of what it became. Okay, so his dabbling in the streets, did you ever feel like that was going to make it back to your crib? No. No? Not at that point, no. Not at that point. Correct. Okay. Did he ever do things like you where you had to go, why the fuck you got that in the house? No. Okay. So he was different. He was yeah, very he was different. very different. Okay. I stand corrected then. Yeah. So he was a little... So he, he was, was, yeah. was good at okay. one point in time. You know, we was good. So I was betting on, fix this area, you're good. Okay. Y'all will be good. Now, you're going to have issues through that. Uh, so I was like, I'll give him a chance because I see where she's at. Okay. I'm going to advocate for him. He kept going. Yeah, I stopped being on the side. I was like, yo, at any point in time, you go ahead and dip. Right. You just, you just go ahead and leave all, you know... Yeah. Lee Cooking Master alone. Yeah. But So he he was semi solid at one point. Okay. Yeah. And in the beginning. Again, this is and ten then, years, you know, yeah. He was he got weaker and weaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I mean, Damn. you know. Yeah, I can, I mean, I understand your side then. I I definitely yeah. understand your side. I see where you, I see where LeBron's come from. Because that's that is rough when when the change starts happening. So I get that. I get that. And then she got stuck in the hope cycle. Right. Which, as human beings, that's our greatest and worst fucking adversary is hope. So, yeah. um, damn. There's so much to, uh, to unpack in this situation. Um, and now, so right now, he's locked up, right? Yes. Okay. And. This has been Bully since September. Out. It was September, September 11th. 11th. Yes, it's been three weeks yesterday. He little. So the, it was September 11th this year. This year, yes. Three weeks ago yesterday. Okay. And is he... <clears throat> right, is he... Uh, you know, are they trying to hit him with attempted murder? Like, what are the charges that they're trying to hit him murder with? murder on the second degree. Oh, yeah. Um, prohibited possessor. Um, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, um, intent to injure or, you know, cause harm. Um, he has a couple more. I can't, I don't know them all off the top of the head. 
Yeah, but he does so, have a couple more. So yes, he is looking at some major time, and yes, I am going to testify. And he was on probation. So, and he was on probation. He was on probation he, at the look, time. He fresh oh, out. They, oh, they're gonna throw the book at his ass. He ain't been out what a month, maybe. Oh, they're gonna throw the book at. Him. He was out maybe a month. <laughs> he was book. out. In, yeah, maybe like June, late and June. You know July. what? And I want to, I want to say this. Um, to the to the to the to the young brother um if he ever hears this and if somebody hears this and knows him this is what i want to say he sounds like a person that definitely needs help he does and i i hope that he receives that help now even if he receives that help i hope that you will never never back into your i'm done i'm gone he's gone (laughs) i hope that he receives help for the next chapter of his life because and by help we mean keep hands. yourself on a rope. <laughs> we hope he get them hands. Keep yourself on a rope. <laughs> what somebody needs to give him. I, I'm gonna say this: whatever brings him to the light. <laughs> All right, whatever, whoa, whoa, whatever whoa. it is okay. that brings him to <laughs> the light, so he can. And if he wakes up and he goes, "Fuck, I saw the light," and that is where I leave the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> Bam. I leave the Lord handle that. I'm not. I am not advocating violence. <laughs> but if violence comes to him, then that's where I leave the Lord to handle that. <laughs> Shower party. I, I don't believe in the Lord. Uh-huh. I don't believe in any Lord. Yeah. But if them hands get to him, <laughs> then prayers be with him. Right. There you go. <laughs> then may whatever God you believe in be on your side. Shower party, so. fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Full Metal Jacket where they put Ooh. the soap in a sock. Ooh, sock party. If it happens, hey, you know what? Maybe that that brings him some enlightenment. Shower party. So you got to leave it at that. Love to use your imagination. <laughs> All right. I mean, um, I've been I, part of that. I honestly. I'll tell I, you all that story one time. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hold yeah, up. Yeah. What story? <laughs> Uh, a shower party? We could, we could talk afterwards. We could talk after we stop recording. I mean, he could tell it, but just... Yeah, I'll tell it. What's up? Sh- oh, oh, yeah, shower party. I was a military shower party. Had to pass that out. Shower party is when you got a guy in there who's just... Mm-hmm. Everybody's on the same page. We're like, hey, we got one goal. And in, in basic training, it's like they'll come after the whole group. Like, if one person fuck up, everybody get it. So it's like everybody get on the same page pretty quick. Like, all right, everybody get your shit together. Don't fuck up. Because if you do, everybody going to get it. Don't be that guy. We had a, at the beginning, there was a few of those guys. So you go to a man to man. Hey, man. Hey, come on, get on the same page. We sick of doing this bullshit for you. Because what they'll do is the guy who fucked up gets no punishment. They'll just put him off to the side and punish everybody else. And so then we get back in the barracks. It's like, hey, man. Come on, get your shit together. And we had a couple guys who was like, nah, fuck y'all. I'm on, doing my own thing. So we're like, all right, bet. So at the end of the night, they give like an hour of personal time. So when, you know, usually everybody go shower, write your letters or whatever until lights out. So that's when we're just like, hey, old boy got to get it. Hey, call him, call him in, call him into the war room. Tell, tell old boy to come into the war room. And yeah, it's like 10 things in there. Like, hey. <laughs> uh, we gave you fair warning. You you want to get in line? 
So now is where we, we get that tough love. You go in there, you put that tough love on her. Um, for some, like, you might put the soap in the socks or, you know, whatever. But some sometimes some guys got to get it. Uh, we had two situations. Um, we rectified pretty quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they fall in line and then everybody everybody then everybody's on the same page. It's all it's all copacetic. So um he may need a shower party, that's all. Uh whatever yeah. and that's up to them. However they I say shower party, they interpret it how they want. <laughs> Get them on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Some some people need tough love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how much? So but um I I wanna say thank you. And honestly, it's really nice to know that you're on the right road to recovery because there there is a lot of recovery that's going to have to happen there. But you look like you're definitely ready for it. Yeah. So, like, your next chapter in your life is going to be dope. And I can't wait to have you back to talk about, the like, your writing in that next chapter. Thank um, you. Definitely. And... You guys got anything else um, for Chica? No, thank you. I, this was obviously hard. Thank you for giving us your story. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's wild, and the fact that you could sit here and tell it, man, for real. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, so uh, people, um, we out, man. I'm gonna just leave it with that. We out. Y'all, listen, uh, play it back two, three times if you got to. But, um, all right. What group is that? The Stop the Violence.